Hi friends, welcome to Life with Love podcast. We all have a story to tell, here's ours. Welcome to the 12th episode of season 1, the listener's contribution episode, where I'll be answering the questions you had about episode 11, comments that you left, and answers that you gave to the thought of the week. Thank you so much for your contribution. But before anything, today's episode is brought to you by Life Coaching with Elodie. Imagine what it would feel like living the life you've always wanted for yourself. Reaching for your goals, having better habits, overcoming a challenge, raising your self-esteem, or improving your mindset. It's time you start thinking about you. Everyone needs a coach, so why not you? Q&A, Season 1, Episode 12. So I want to sincerely apologize for taking so long in recording this episode. I have unfortunately been ill for the past three weeks, and I can still feel like my voice isn't back to 100%. But at least I'm not coughing as bad as I was. At some point, it felt like I was coughing out my lungs. Thankfully, I am feeling much better. Not 100%, but much, much better. I am still, however, breathing heavily through my nose. So please bear with me on that. Earlier this week, a client looked at me and said I looked tired. A.K.A. I looked like crap. <laughs> Anyways, on our blog post, Audio Mirage Studios left a comment saying, My goodness, what gorgeous architecture. I realized that in podcast, I talked a lot about how I felt being in Lourdes and what the sanctuary meant to me. This is why I find it interesting for listeners to check out the blog after listening to the episode because we have photos in there, we have um, more explanations, and it can uncover another aspect to the episode, which in this case is the architecture. So the crypt is the first and smallest church to be built on the sanctuary. St. Bernadette's father actually worked on its construction and was present at its official opening, so on Pentecost Sunday in 1866. You can see the enormous pillars inside, which actually helps support the weight of the upper basilica. So speaking of the upper basilica, or the Basilica of the Immaculate Conception, it was completed only 10 years later and in 1876. So it is an impressive, elaborate building in Gothic style designed by architect Hippolyte Durand. The Rosary Basilica is the third of the churches to be completed. So it was consecrated in 1901 and has a capacity of 1,500 worshippers. Its style is influenced by Byzantine architecture. So the nave is open and circular, surmounted by a dome. The exterior of the dome is surmounted by a gilded crown and cross, which were gifts from the people of Ireland in 1924. The exterior facade of the basilica was modified in 2007 to include a depiction of the Luminous Mysteries, which were added to the Rosary by Pope St. John Paul II in 2002. The largest of the churches in the sanctuary is the Basilica of St. Pius X, but it's not a favorite of many. So I guess it's because it's underground and it's, mo it's a modern concrete building. So it doesn't really look like much, but it can accommodate about 25,000 people, which is a lot. And this was the reason why uh, it was built, because 
it was expected for the centenary of the apparition in 1958 and they needed some place to hold a huge crowd. It seems that there is continuous change being made in the sanctuary and I think that's wonderful. So the question that we received this week was, is it expensive to visit Lourdes? To answer this question properly, it would actually depend on where you're coming from. So let's just put that aside and not include transportation. But once in Lourdes, what were our expenses? So first, accommodation. There are accommodations for all budgets. We personally stayed at a hotel about 100 meters away from the sanctuary, so that was perfect for us. And that cost us a little less than 100 euros per night for four people. It is definitely cheaper than staying in Paris, for example. I'm pretty sure there are other kinds of accommodations, cheaper ones, but I just always stayed at hotels, so I can't speak from experience for anything else. By the way, we loved the hotel we stayed at and would probably go back there the next time. Check out the description box to know which hotel we stayed at. Second would be the food. So there are restaurants all over the area and for all budgets. We had coffee and croissants at a cafe in the mornings because that was cheaper than eating at our hotel buffet. All of our other meals, though, were taken at the Filipino restaurant, not so far from our hotel and the sanctuary. So right in the middle, actually. It was affordable. Uh, we had our meals there because we wanted to support our fellow Filipino. But like I said, there are so many other places to eat at. And there are also supermarkets if you want to pick up some food. The third and probably second biggest expenses that we had were the souvenirs. So we bought lots of empty water bottles to fill with holy water. I also got for SNI gold necklaces and pendants with the Virgin Mary of Lourdes, rosaries for friends and family, necklaces with holy water pendants, bracelets. We even bought raincoats, candles to light and for the procession as well, and lots of other souvenirs to bring back home for ourselves, but also friends and family. Admittedly, it's quite difficult to go to Lourdes and not buy souvenirs. The Sanctuary of Lourdes is free, so there's no entrance fee. You don't have to pay anything to visit it. You don't even have to pay uh, for the holy water, but the intentions of Mass is by donation. So I talked about how I felt like so I talked about how I feel each time I'm at the sanctuary and finding this inner peace within myself. So I asked on Instagram, so on our Instagram account, if it was something that you had already experienced too. For me, inner peace is finding the calm despite the most difficult times. And I found it in Lourdes. Immediately when I'm there, I feel a weight being lifted off my shoulders a feeling of calmness and relaxation takes over. And it's like no worries or distractions in my life can get through. So I asked if there was a place in the world that brought you inner peace and goodness to your soul. And this was some of the answers. So nature, meditation, Iceland, which I would love to visit one day, Saigon, walking in the forest with dogs, family, quiet places, and the bathtub. Before I end today's episode, I also wanted to say that I really appreciate all of the messages of condolence I received. It's very thoughtful of you guys. It's been a few months now and well, life must go on, I guess. So that's the end of today's listeners contribution episode. 
Thank you for listening until the end, and I truly hope that you enjoyed. We have a Patreon account if you want to support our podcast or any of our other content creation. Head over to patreon.com slash lifeandlove. For as low as one euro per month, you can enjoy exclusive benefits. You can also check out our blog, lifeandlove.com, and our Facebook and Instagram accounts. Thank you very much, my dear listeners. Take care, and always remember, la vie est belle.